Welcome back to the Keep Your Torch Lit finale of season two, guys. Wow. The finale. Uh, finale, uh, well, finale. Well, well, Heike, like, this is like the finale of the finale mm-hmm. where we're talking to the winner because uh, we're all winners, but only one of us is a true winner. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Like, a lot of who she actually is isn't really shown because she didn't film like too many confessionals. And she was like learning the ropes before. So, I think in this episode, we'll really get to see a little more about like who she is. Wait, so I, I guess how how are we able to get this person on a podcast? Like, do they know what a podcast is? Is that like, you know, I feel like that's some modern technology that they might not be able to understand as well. But she's pretty adaptable, so she I think is. she'll get the hang she of is. it pretty fast. <laughs> she'll learn it very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, at the beginning, she might call it call it the talks, but after a while, she'd be like, "Oh, this isn't just the talks. This is." A podcast. <laughs> Says the talks. Let's like turn on our, our time machine, Jack sound effects. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to the talks. Oh my. I'm like starstruck I, right what, now. What are you talking about? I am starstruck <laughs> right now. This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh, Mallory. I've so yeah how have you been doing like what have you been up to i know you're like you're crazy busy these days oh my gosh um so i just finished my yesterday finished my first semester of medical school oh my and, gosh um, it was very whelming i have to say <laughs> uh, <laughs> learned a lot uh saw a lot and there's you know years and years more of that so yeah it's good Wait, Mallory, you are actually going to the same medical... You're in the same medical school as Brittany, right? I am in the same medical school as Brittany, and you know what another crazy thing is? What? She... I did not see this firsthand, but she told me that she saw Cam interviewing Cam from season one. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know him at all, so I don't really know what his decision is looking like for that, but I mean, there's a chance that our school will have... I don't know. Seasons Another, where wow. enough survivor players at it. So that would be pretty That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like an iconic group of three that would be. Yeah. 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 Mallory, how I, much how many more years do you have left of medical school? So it's three so it's a four year uh, medical school program. So three and a half more years from now. And then you have residency on top of that. And depending on which specialty you choose, it's anywhere from three to eight years, more training. And then if you subspecialize, more training beyond that. And so I'm pretty much not going to be in, tar- in charge of myself until I'm 35. So <laughs> that's great. Oh, my gosh. I was talking to Brittany the other day, and she was like, Mallory is, like, the smartest person I know. No. So no. You must be killing it. No, yeah. You learned all the Survivor. In one yeah, I wanted to ask, well, what is more difficult, learning Survivor while you're playing it or learning med school? <laughs> Honestly, that is a really not totally horrible comparison it's a pretty (laughs) steep learning curve for both so (laughs) i think how you learn it is a little bit different and one is a little more painful than the other but yeah it's which one's more painful (laughs) honestly it's a toss-up depending on (laughs) depending on what shenanigans maggie has in store depending (laughs) on how many times the plan switches and all of a sudden yeah. yeah Yeah. Well, the thing is, when you were signing up for the show, you didn't, like, what did you think you were signing up for? I honestly, I mean, 
it's kind of the running joke, but I really did think that it was going to be like a very outdoorsy <laughs> making fires and. I didn't think that we were going to be, like, killing squirrels on campus. I didn't take it that far. But I definitely <laughs> thought that there was going to be more of a, like, outdoorsy survival component to it. Mm-hmm. I did not anticipate it being, like, I mean, it's it's a social experiment, right? I mean, it's, right. It's, yeah, yeah. And especially in a university setting when you have technology and all the other things that... Because I, th- I think that the real show is probably more like what I was expecting. But obviously on a oh, college yeah. campus, you can't. Yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. For, I do uh, remember how reasons. I feel like you referenced a lot the fact that like you didn't like that cell phones were like a part of Survivor. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, just like you never know when someone's screenshotting something totally out of context, or I know. Yeah. like you you miss a phone call because you're taking an exam, and yeah, it's <laughs> ugh. yeah. I think that yeah. that's, that's true. Survivor. Yeah. I think that phones in our culture just pose a lot of weirdness and complicated stuff that maybe mm-hmm. is unnecessary but yeah yeah because you were around before phones even existed so i know <laughs> i know seriously when all we had was carrier pigeons back in the day <laughs> it was just it was so much easier man yeah uh, yeah so mallory actually so mallory has been listening to our podcast I for a while religiously yeah. follow this show guys oh, i've wow. only, i've i only watched from both seasons of Survivor Michigan, I've only watched the last half of the finale episode of our season because I'm too embarrassed to watch anything else. But I listen, guys, like, that's why I feel so starstruck because I'm such a fan (laughs) of this podcast. It's seriously, like, I usually listen to it when I'm grocery shopping and it's such great stress relief. So I'm just, like, (laughs) listening to... Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. Stuff. Maybe I vacuum I, a little bit. Yeah, it's all stuff. I'll like edit it and then I'll listen to it the next day at work, and I'm like, this is pretty funny. I know. <laughs> yeah, you guys are hilarious, and I'm really glad that you can acknowledge that. You guys are awesome. So, uh, yeah, like, thanks, Mallory. I remember Mallory how um, we had the. I think it was last April. We were doing a premiere of the rough cut of episode one of season two, and yeah. I remember that you came to that, and um, you mentioned something about like. Oh yeah, like are you gonna continue to do keep your torch lit for season two? And I was like, I was like, oh, do you know what keep your torch lit is? You're like, yeah, I listen to every episode. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like you were, and you were saying how you hadn't watched the show, but you had listened to every episode while you're like doing your runs. And I was like, wow, this is the first time I ever like ran into somebody that like has watched this, like actually listens to this, and I didn't like know was listening to it. And it yeah. made me so happy. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like people are actually listening to this. Like, oh no, it's awesome. And on it, like. I probably should watch the show. Maybe not our <laughs> season. I should watch season one, though. But, like, you guys do such a great job of recapping and giving an in-depth analysis. I honestly feel like I get more out of Survivor Michigan listening to this podcast than I would out of watching the show. So, wow. It's, oh, yeah. I am... Um, you look, Mallory's doing what she does best. She did this during the game, too. She really yeah, strokes her yeah, ego. Really, that's yeah. all it says. Don't believe a word of it. Mallory, I yeah, she's, she's once, about to stab us. I'm, I'm telling the truth. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. But aren't you just telling the truth? That way it makes it easier to lie in the future, yeah. Mallory. <laughs> I mean, again, this is where the game becomes more difficult than medical school, man. It's crap like True. this. It just, yeah, constantly tripping me up. So, so listening through the podcast for season two, like, I'm yeah. curious, like, how your perspective changed at having, like, you went through the game the first time and was really, and you're really kind of like learning it for a lot of the time, and then versus yeah. like this time, you're you're kind of like 
maybe if not, not actually watching, but at least like seeing and hearing about like all the different things that were happening, all the different things that went into the game. I'm curious yeah. like what that experience was like. Honestly, it's really, like it really is, I'm sounding so nerdy right now. Like it really is fun to learn about, honestly. And I feel like I'm learning a lot about, because obviously the only perspective that I have of it on a, from a personal standpoint is my own, but I feel like I'm learning a lot about you guys as well. I mean, I, it's weird feeling like this is actually something that Brittany said to me. She's like, I feel closer to you after watching the show. <laughs> and I feel, like yeah. I, I feel, I don't know, really lucky to listen to really educated people talk about something that they know a lot more about than I do. And I actually, I really relate to something that I think Bailey said when she was on the podcast about how what you kind of get sucked into your own game and you sometimes mm-hmm. feel like, was I even playing this game? Like all of these things that happened <laughs> that I had no idea. And I, spe- and I think the three of you, especially before the merge, when I didn't talk to any of you at all, like I would never have known all of these things that happened had you mm-hmm. not articulated them. So I don't know. Like it's, just, it's, it's fun. It feels like a little, passion project almost to figure out what the heck this experience is so yeah <laughs> have you been taking notes in the journal that maggie gave you you know <laughs> oh my gosh i i so i am a journaler like i i keep a journal normally and i still have maggie's journal i have not written anything except for my final tribal speech in it wow. but i have she actually did some really cool little sketches in it like of oh. projects that she wanted to make so i flipped through those but wow. yes, wow. I, still, I still have that journal. This was one of those moments when I felt like it was actually really nice to not have a comparison to the real show because I didn't think that... I mean, I understand how that could have come off as like really dopey to write out a final tribal speech. I don't really know if that's like customary for the show. But I just really wanted to make sure that I said what I wanted to say. And it felt like the best way to do that was to write my thoughts down ahead of time mm-hmm. just to make sure that I didn't miss anything or ramble i really didn't want to have a monologue and like have the oscar music playing in the background like god <laughs> when is this girl gonna get up <laughs> so that's yeah that's why i that those were my main motivations like wanting to make sure that i said everything that i wanted to say and also wanting to keep it i don't yeah. know focused and concise and that was my main but, but like i understand how that could have come off as really canned and cheesy so no, I thought it was a good move, especially because Maggie gave you that notebook, and I think mm-hmm. she really liked seeing you mm-hmm. use it. Yeah, yeah. but she'll well, be it, really it, like listening to what she said. Exactly, but this might be kind of jumping ahead, but I remember going into Final Tribal. The only vote that I felt like I had was Mike's because he mm-hmm. told me basically ahead of time when he kind of knew that he was going to be voted out. He told me that he was going to vote for me if I made it to the end. Mm-hmm. So his was the only, and I. I knew Chidi wasn't going to vote for me because Nick had been kind of the only one that had tried to make a relationship with her. Maggie and Nick, I knew were really close. Abby, I didn't think would vote for me just because we had no relationship. And Brie, I thought would also vote for Nick because of the relationship that they had. Mm -hmm. So honestly, going into Final Tribal, I was only talking to the three of you. Because that's smart. No, no, seriously. Like in 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 my mind, I was like, I am talking to Sarah, Jack, and Sam because those are the only votes that I feel like are up for grabs in any way. Right. And so, even though like the journal was a gesture to Maggie, I did not feel in any way that that was going to sway the decision away from Nick at all. So you definitely did sway 
you pretty yeah, much I am work three perfect, of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but let's yeah. start from like more of the beginning. Yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit about like your relationship with Nick and how that all started. Like wh- where did that loyalty build from? Yeah, so he he kind of did what you would expect from Nick. He kind of reached out right after the first challenge and we got tribes. He reached out to, I think most everyone on our tribe via group me mm-hmm. and just started a conversation with me. And I was like, Oh, this is cause I mean, so I, I knew after the first challenge, okay, this is not fire making and you know, hut building and all of that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. So I figured that much out. Yeah, honestly, so like, you should okay. be glad that it wasn't that, because otherwise you definitely would have lost Lucy at Final Travel Council. <laughs> <laughs> she would have roasted me. Oh my yeah. gosh. Honestly, she probably would have shot me or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but so, so, so I didn't, I didn't know much still, but I was kind of weeding things out. I was like, okay, it's not this. It might be this kind of thing. And so I was like, okay, I don't know enough to be strategic so i might but i know enough to know that making friends is probably a good idea so Mm -hmm. nick reached out said hey how you doing i mean it was a pretty casual thing and then i just responded how are you doing and we just kind of started we didn't really talk about the game very much i was just asking his family and like what are your hobbies i mean yeah it, it was a very just like how you make friends with someone yeah and just kind of built from there and then kind of in um after the daniel vote i felt like was when we really solidified an alliance per se like a game alliance and not just Mm -hmm. an outside of game friendship so i would probably mark that as the moment because i he was planning to tell me about the daniel vote before the vote happened but we were meeting in the union and then of course daniel walks in and sees nick Mm. it's like oh hey we should talk and so nick walks up to the little table that i was sitting at with daniel and i was like uh, oh, okay, I, whatever. <laughs> so, um, he didn't get the chance to tell me about it ahead of time, but he, we met after the vote. I think we filmed a confessional for that. Yeah. And yeah. he was kind of explaining the mindset and the paranoia that people were having. And that's when I feel like we kind of bonded on a game level. Okay. And then I think it just kind of grew from there and then looped in Mike. And then Nick and Mike kind of started not liking each other. And then. Yeah, I don't remember when we made like the blood oath not to vote for each other. I don't, mm-hmm. I can't point to the that that happened, but I would guess yeah. sometime a couple weeks before the merge, maybe was when okay. that happened. Okay, so I have yeah. a follow up question then. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to like see how actually loyal you were to him in the sense that like during final six, if we had tried to get Nick out instead of Jack. But, yeah. we, but we split the votes and you didn't have to vote for him. You would have voted for like Lucy or or someone. Yeah. Would you have told Nick about the plan? Um I don't really think that I would have needed to because ever since all the post merge, I think he kind of felt like he was going home most okay. every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that he probably would have and he was expressing that to me as well. He was saying, like, I really think I'm in danger of going home and but again, like, this was actually a really interesting point that you guys brought up about my game. And I think maybe even Cooper brought this up was just that, like, Nick somehow still decided to be friends with me and work with me, even though I kind of said I can't really, and I guess won't really, do anything to save you. Okay. And I, and I don't know where <laughs> that came from. Like, I don't know what I said to make that 
okay with him, but somehow, because like the week when, um, when we were, yeah, thinking about getting him out, but then ended up voting for Jack, but then voting for Sam, Mm -hmm. that kind of cascade, I remember him, yeah, being like, yeah, I really, really think that I'm going home. And I think that I actually said, I don't think you're wrong. And somehow that was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I don't know what it is about like is it my face that people just like <laughs> trust I don't know but well I mean even like with Sarah Avery when yeah I kind of straight up told her to her face that questionable leadership abilities right, on right, right. Like, yeah. she just was like oh Maller's the nicest person ever I was like, really <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, I don't I don't know where that that's really funny that so yeah yeah that's true you didn't really pull any punches necessarily but you were able to do it in a way where people were still like still had a very positive view of you afterwards, which I think is something that not a lot of people were able to pull off. And yeah. this saying like, yeah, you're going to go home basically. And the person's like, oh, Mallory, she's so nice. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, such a comforting presence telling me that my game is about to end. Oh my gosh. Like, ugh. yeah. I mean, I you're able to vote up all three of us and neither of us really had any ill feelings towards you afterwards, but you wrote down yeah. all three of our names. Yeah. Cannot deny. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's funny how I don't know happened. how that happened. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's actually, I've thought about this a lot, especially after listening to the season one series of podcasts. I'm realizing more and more every, like everything that happens is completely dependent on the unique set of people that are in the season. Because mm-hmm. I think if I had played season one, honestly would not have made it out of week two or three. Like, Honestly, like, do you think Leia and Mitch would have been like, oh, no, that's nice enough to keep around? Like, no, they would have yeah. dropped me, like, so quickly. I would have, gosh, Matthew Israel would have had <laughs> so quickly. Yeah, that, like, nice girl crap would not mm-hmm. have flown with that group of people. At least I don't think so. That's so true. Like, yeah. the season totally depends on who's cast and how they interact with each other. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, yeah. That's actually I think crazy. you could I think you could have been pretty good on Nila though. Like if you would have like been in Lavana's spot maybe. Like but, oh in a replace. Yeah. But do you, do you think that the Alexes would have been like, "Oh yeah. Let's <laughs> I mean, I well cuz they kind of had maybe yeah. some spots with Kara." Yeah, I think you could take the players of like a Kara or Angela, but then like yeah. actually be good at the game, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, yeah, I just I see myself being a lot less a lot less able to, I guess, get away with mm-hmm. the yeah. game or lack of game that I was playing based on, again, like, if Nick doesn't think that I'm try, Well, and I actually, I think a lot about, you guys have brought this up a lot, too, the difference between Lucy and I, mm. which can be kind of hard to elucidate, I think. Yeah. And honestly, it really is just personality yeah. on a lot of levels. Like, I think that... Honestly, in a lot of ways, I think that she played a much more courageous and bold game than I did. And I think that she, and a part of that I think was because she wasn't in a solid majority alliance for a lot of it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, she was playing really hard. People always talk about her slacking, but I mean, she, she was doing everything that she could. And I really think that the primary difference between she and I is just perception, which as it turns out is pretty valuable in this game. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, and I think about like, okay, if Lucy would have been in season one, would she have totally kicked my butt just because that group of people would have responded differently to her. So 
Yeah. Wow. I do think that the interesting thing about the perception aspect is like sometimes the perception does reflect reality and sometimes it doesn't. But like, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter if it's this, if the perception is right or not because right. perception is really all that people are going to base yeah. their vote on in the end, you know. Yeah. So that, that's also well, like it, the trick thing that makes it even more like kind of tricky. I guess to make it melodramatic, I feel like that was kind of the downfall of Ohana <laughs> is that a lot of people, be, because you guys had, because you guys were able to have so many strategic and deep thoughts, I feel like because you guys were such forward thinkers and such strong players, the line between what was real and what was not real kind of got a little blurred and like I'm so kind of captivated by the ambition or the way that I could go or all the options that I could or want to have that's true I kind of like I have a really I would have been an easy vote to just yeah just throw it on Mallory whatever Mm -hmm. but but... instead we were like we were so like everyone just seems so threatening and we were like eager to make these like intense moves I don't know like none of us really had anything to gain by voting you out and we're thinking like everything we were doing is like how do I win this vote yeah Yeah, like what what puts me in a better position for next week and next week like it never made sense for any of us to like want to cut you so I don't think you were even ever really brought up yeah right no was, you, was your name never written down until it was never never written down yeah until the there end. You go. Never. so well and and that was like so i honestly feel like one of my most strategic moments that definitely didn't really get shown because i didn't really film or talk about it on the show but so when sarah came to lucy and i right before the final four vote i remember thinking i i had i guess suspicions that it might not have been real but I definitely did not see clear through it I definitely wasn't in my mind like oh this is total crap Mm -hmm. whatever but I really remember thinking because Sarah one of the things that you said when you were kind of doing your speech to us at the Mm -hmm. beginning was if you don't do this well one like I think there was a vote steal or something but you said that you were gonna vote for me Mm. and I remember because I was I was pretty confident that I was going to make it to final tribal at that point. And I remember being really set on the fact that I cannot go in like my one of my main selling points that I want to be able to deliver at final tribal is that I hadn't gotten any votes. And even though even though your vote for me would not have sent me home, I would not have been able to make, I think, as strong of a point Mm -hmm. had you voted for me. Right. And so it was and so I felt like it was to my advantage to go along with you one to be loyal to nick but also two i remember feeling like i really cannot afford to have anyone write my name down Ah, so that was kind of my main motivation for not because i I honestly feel like if i was feeling really cocky and said i don't think this is real i feel like i don't know exactly where your mind was but i was worried that you would have oh i get it i get it yeah just to be like you jerk i mean yeah yeah. it it wouldn't have made a difference in the outcome but i remember being like i cannot let her know because i really don't want her to write my name down even Mm -hmm. if it won't send me home Mm -hmm. so that was a lot of rapid thinking all at once so do you think your vote for me at final four like what percent loyalty to nick was that and what percent um wait it was like all loyalty what percent right? loyalty versus like self-service i mean that's we can call yeah, 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 yeah. There. um 
I would say probably 70% loyalty, 30% self-service. Okay. Yeah. Right Right after I revealed it was fake, you you told Lucy you didn't believe it for a second, which was, like, really fast thinking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, I was like, okay, I need to really pretend. Right. Like, this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, I, I remember, gosh, Akshay was like the producer that I always looked at during <laughs> Tribals because he was just very expressive because Mitch was always pretty stoic and always had his phone right up in front of his face. So I couldn't really see him. And Matthew, I just, he was probably having a thousand thoughts and mm-hmm. not. Yeah, it's impossible to rate that mind. Matthew you know? smirks. Yeah. Matthew also smirks. He's smirking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not not as much as Cooper. Right, yes, right. Definitely That's a true. smirker. <laughs> and if Liz was there, she always just had a really like motherly, right, right, nice expression on her face. And Brittany was always looking kind of nervous <laughs> and whatever. But I remember Akshay was always very in the moment That's and true. reacting. To, he was reacting to it like I perceived a viewer would. Oh, and so yeah. I was always kind of looking at him looking at the situation and saying like okay i need to make sure that i'm managing ashe's response to what Mm -hmm. i'm doing yeah managing i guess (laughs) yeah so and i remember and i remember doing that to lucy in him like giving me a wink and i was like oh yes like this is the right thing this is so good so yeah he gave me a lot of disapproving looks over the course of the season so this was literally a a crowning achievement for me yeah wow i love that i have a few ticks above whelms right now i have to say i'm like oh wow i'm I'm a couple like i'm like five ticks above whelms right now yeah that's a lot of ticks yeah so because i was gonna say one of the things i i do think honestly was one of the very big factors and why i decided to vote for you was that you really played off like you saw through sarah's um Mm -hmm. move Mm -hmm. which it sounds like you mostly did anyways but like instead of it being maybe like a 50 50 or 70 30 you played it off like you 100 percent like oh i knew it was fake the whole time and like for me i was thinking like wow this is somebody who literally knew nothing about survivor i had to ask the producer what tribal council was at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season i guess something that we all like had known known was like a thing that had happened and then like we got to the end i'm like you literally like read through sarah's move and then like the way that you were able to play off like oh yeah i totally thought it was fake i totally knew it i was like that's like mm-hmm. the ultimate growth like to me mm-hmm. to, to go from literally like not knowing anything to re- reading through that at the very end was like in, in my mind proof that you had like kind of gone from you would Nick was kind of like a teacher and you were like a student and you had really like yeah. kind of been the point where the student outsmarts like the teacher almost. Yeah. Like that's yeah. kind of the way I saw it. And I was like, dang, like that's big. A big, I didn't even big express thing. how shocked I was when it actually tied because I really thought it was going to be like, I just got Nick out. So I wasn't even like in the mindset to be doing a tiebreaker. Like I did I have a little notebook I kept throughout where I wrote down a bunch of stuff like tiebreaker type things. But I didn't have, like, everything they asked on there. But I was also going in rattled because I thought I was for sure, like, had you guys tricked. And so I just, like, that shock and then, like, Final Tribal being less than 24 hours after that, you, like, pretty much had my vote. I'd say you, like, 90% had my vote going into Final Tribal because of that. Yeah. That's that's really cool. (laughs) Well, and, and I honestly, like... Because I was going in very focused on the three of you, not only because I felt like you were the wild cards, 
that your votes were kind of up for grabs. But also, I mean, and, and I, again, I'm really not trying to come off as like a butt kisser right now. <laughs> like I really did, yeah. but I really did find the three of your games the most intricate and respectable. And I think I would like if I had persuaded one of you or two of you to vote for me, I think I would have felt like it, it just, it felt really gratifying that people who I respected so much thought that I guess felt that way on some level about me. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think to the same level that you felt about each other's games. Cause I don't think that we were at the same, I definitely don't think I was at ever at the level that the three of you were, but the fact that you respected my game enough to vote for me at final tribal i was really humbling and really awesome and mm-hmm. and i'm not and i'm not just saying that because i'm talking to you or because yeah yeah no i of all the things and my, and my mom yeah. has been watching the whole season oh, oh wow <laughs> which is and then she like because during the game i didn't really talk about it a whole lot with mm-hmm. people outside of it just because it was it was kind of a lot yeah and but no, she she actually said that at the end that it was so cool because she also thought the three of you played really amazing games and you were her favorite characters too. And she was like, I was so happy that those three voted for oh, you. Did, and, did she know that yeah. you had won before watching it? Yeah, she okay. yeah. Well, because she kept asking, she's like, you'll tell me when you, like, when slash, because I kept telling her, like, I'm going home this week. <laughs> this is about oh, to be over all the things. And she's like, oh, how did it go? And I was like, still alive <laughs> that was like my, <laughs> okay. my mom she did she would be like how are you still in like every I know. week she's like you're definitely gone now right <laughs> yeah, so yeah you're such a dope how are you surviving this far yeah yeah but um good stuff. another That's thing awesome. i want to ask is you so when i met with you individually yeah i think it was like our one individual meeting at panera Oh my gosh, yes, Panera. <laughs> Sitting on the same side of the booth. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> yeah. And you told me that you want me to win. Do oh, you remember yeah. that? And then you told Jack. Yeah, you told thing. me the same thing. So yeah. you are yes, the queen of butt kissing us. Well, well, it hasn't that, yeah. stopped. Well, I, I want to know how much of that was strategy and how much of that was like just y- your personality, you know? Um, Although it's like intertwined. So... I had really been, I don't know who, honestly, it might have been Maggie that educated me about this, but (laughs) Maggie really educated me. (laughs) I think, I I think I was, yeah, somehow educated by Maggie. Maggie, Not Professor Maggie. Professor Maggie. Yeah. yeah, She, um, she told me a lot about how women in the game are often perceived as, I guess, maybe good social players, but not powerful players Mm. in a sense Mm -hmm. and so after kind of understanding that that was a stigma it definitely because again I really never I think I had a confessional about this literally week one Sarah Gallagher asked me so why do you think you're gonna win and I said I don't I I don't (laughs) yeah so like I never at any point ever thought that I was going to win this game and I thought if I don't win it would be cool if the glass ceiling got a little crack in it I guess in the survivor universe and so with Sarah it really was quite genuine actually that mm-hmm. if I like I really do want you to at the very least be successful at the most 
win this thing Mm -hmm. and with jack it was was complete bullshit (laughs) (laughs) not not complete definitely more of a soothing measure Mm -hmm. i like i will own that i will say it was a lot more to because was that before or after the vote for sam oh i I think it it might have been after was before for me it was before if for Sarah, it was definitely before, but Jack, I feel like our meeting was after. Yeah, I think that. it was after. I think oh. you're right. I think that was kind of the soothe me because I was just, yeah, I, I think that was probably part of the, like, uh, whether it was coordinated or not, but just, like, yeah. part of what was making me feel so good and making me feel like I wanted to play that idol that week and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And, and I remember talking to him because I think you were also meeting with Mike, too, yeah. and, yeah, we were both just getting the vibe that you were still pretty shaken up shook up what is the past participle shook shaken, shaken? yeah shaken. i think it's shaken oh, shook it shook it um shook it. <laughs> yeah that was yeah that worst shook it whatever uh, in your um, in your native tongue that's how you say yes 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 <laughs> <laughs> and so we were we were both getting that feeling that you still needed a bit of reassurance especially because we were counting on you playing your idol that week mm. and so honestly i i really liked most like a lot of people I didn't really get to know but I really did genuinely like really everyone in our season that Mm -hmm. I spent any amount of time with and so I think I would have so there was some genuineness to me saying like Jack I would have been really happy with you as a winner because I think I mean I think the viewership would also agree that you were a really I mean you got that superlative right Mm -hmm. yeah most deserving player and so I like there was genuineness to me saying that I would have been happy with you winning, but yeah, it was more of a more of a calming kind yeah. of thing than I think with Sarah. Sarah was like extremely genuine, though. Okay. So do you think if it was um, somehow me and Sarah in the end, would you have voted for Sarah? And you were on the you jury, and Sarah. Yeah, say was, say me, Sarah, and Lucy. I, I don't know how this would happen to get there. <laughs> in Um, what world yeah (laughs) that would have been a trip um yeah i think i would have i i would have tried to go into final tribal with an open mind because i because i was hoping for that for myself Mm -hmm. i was hoping that people would go in with an open mind so i would have made an effort to do that but yeah i think i would have voted for sarah in the end wow yeah there was a there was that one video where you and lucy both like so sarah I mean, sorry, but you're the best player, so you need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, Sarah's and, like, and, what? But... No, I'm not. No. You're like, no. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but <laughs> But Sarah, like, I really do. I mean, confidence is a really attractive quality in people, and I really do feel like that was that was something that i that like drew me to you that you mm-hmm. came off as very secure in yourself and confident yeah mallory in and i are getting married so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but i would i just remember being like wow that's really awesome that sarah is not pretending like she doesn't know what's going on like i actually don't know what's going on that's not pretend but sarah when you know what's going on saying that you know what's going on like i i really respect that so mm-hmm. that was cool a lot of tips about what i'm doing <laughs> Yeah. yeah, are we going to talk about speaking of how well, the Whelms yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where does it start? Uh, well, again, it's not a unique 
thing to me. Like, I think it's a thing that exists. Well, I think that a lot of people have noticed that there's overwhelmed and underwhelmed, but there's never just whelmed. Like, where's medium? Like, there's super hot, super cold. Where's room temperature? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't, it, it literally, it just spills out, man. That's what it's my life phrase. is. It's, it's just, it really is. And then, and again, it's so strange to me that of all the things that, caught on with people that it was just like one single word thrown <laughs> off in passing that people were just like oh yeah that you keep saying that <laughs> um, yeah it really caught on i don't even know like i feel like yeah. akshay also per- perpetrated it a little bit oh yeah, yeah. well I, and i think that that was more out of mockery like true you're an idiot why did you say that oh no and, no and of course, no and of, and of course the most affectionate of ways but um yeah I don't know why that caught on the way that it did, but it became kind of a thing. So yeah, because <laughs> I wasn't a fashion icon like Sam. I wasn't two idle tiggles like Jack, and I wasn't. I guess I don't. Sarah, you had so many icon. You all had so many iconic things. You're just Aww. iconic people. Thanks, Mallory. But yeah, so like I didn't. I don't have like a signature thing about me other than that single word. So that's. That's where You're also at. a time traveler. You have that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, but isn't there? I mean, there are so many time travelers that you guys talk about in Pokemon and all the things. Yeah, it's. We it's definitely great. we definitely get off off topic a lot together. No, which is, I, which is very yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, and, and I love just the recurrent. Like, did Lavana tell them to do that? <laughs> she controlled that. everything. I'm like, yeah, she does control everything. Well, and, and then Jeremy got roped into it, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah so, you're right. Oh, I, actually, I take it. I I misspoke before. The other thing that I have watched from the season was the Jeremy Tribal. Oh, 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 yeah, you can't miss that. Yeah. I can't miss that. Like, I, I, the best I, I tribe of all time. <laughs> yes. When, yeah. When well, Maggie just like, sat was, there. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And you want to know actually my favorite part of the entire thing what? was Sarah Avery popping up with the stick. Because Maggie's kind of like <laughs> yeah. smirking and uh-huh. reaching into her pocket, like waiting for this big moment. And Sarah just jumps up. I honestly... I sincerely feel like that was the only moment in the game when Maggie was surprised by something. <laughs> I honestly, like, that was the one moment when someone did something more crazy and unexpected than her. She like, showed like, up. Oh my gosh! Just seriously, just like the look on her face, I was like, "Oh my oh god!" Her moment. She, yeah. she did not want that. To yeah. <laughs> she was so, so mad. Yeah. Shout out to Sarah yeah. for that iconic moment. Yeah. You can point yeah, out Maggie. Really you can strategize against her. You can do whatever you want against Maggie. You can insult her, but never try to steal her moment. That is no. yeah. It's like yeah. it's kind of like um. Yeah. It's like I had my college graduation last weekend. I mean, like if I'm about to walk up on stage for my graduation and my big moment. And my mom just comes up and then walks across the stage instead and shakes the president's hand. It's like, yeah. mom, you're taking my moment here. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. 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 And I think I just looked like she clearly was not expecting it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Maggie can be surprised by something. Yeah. That's crazy. Incredible. Yeah. Well, because she's so used to being the surpriser, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like she, that's something really cool yeah. about her. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we were thrown into a very intense, like, there was no... I guess with me and Nick, it was kind of different, but there was no like casual get to know you time. It was all jumping into very intense relationships. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there was no like, oh, do you want to get 
coffee and just talk about our favorite color. Like it was, yeah, it was like, Hey, <laughs> so final three. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Oh yeah. So it's, it's very strange how quickly we were kind of thrown into the pressure cooker and somehow just built relationship really fast. Cause it's a pretty artificial environment too, even though like we're yeah. still in real life, we're still students doing our thing, but it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. I wanted to go into your relationship with Lucy throughout the game. And, like, I guess we could start off by, like, what were your thoughts on not being told about the Final Five Idol? Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I wasn't really bothered by not knowing about the Idol. I was surprised that she didn't tell me, but I wasn't really bothered by it. Because, honestly, it didn't really affect me that much. Right. Being honest. Mm -hmm. Um. I know I looked at Lucy in a very maternal way, I think, yeah. not just because she was a freshman, but because she, like she really seemed like she was eager for something kind of stable after having a lot of shakeup. <laughs> right. Well, like pre-merge, I feel like on Cerulean was obviously pretty, compared to Ohana, definitely pretty tame, I think. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of parody or interest, especially after the swap. Yeah. And then going into post-merge, I think that there was a... Lucy's world kind of got rocked almost every week. (laughs) And I I felt like she was kind of hanging on by her fingernails most weeks. And so I don't know, I kind of wanted to take her. But again, it's so strange because I sort of took her under my wing Mm -hmm. and befriended her in a sense but never pretended like I was strategizing with her or like really right. doing a lot because I was never like oh do you want to come to my meeting with Mike so we can all talk about things together or do you want to hear more about what I've been talking about with other people like there was a, honestly like a lot of things that she wasn't a part of and yet she felt very included by me because I think like just I mean like taking those moments to just check in with her afterwards and just like ask if she was okay asking it was so strange because normally people asking you about school and college is the worst thing ever <laughs> but for some reason with survivor people when someone asks oh, you about school it's, it's like, like a finally really yeah. a conversation. Oh, yeah. the less so, stressful okay. thing in my life you know <laughs> I can't wait to talk about my exam tomorrow yeah awesome so like even just asking her like how's first year engineering going mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. are things with your sorority like i feel like she kind of exhaled when we yeah. talk and i think that she appreciated that so oh, for sure so, i actually had a yeah. question um so you know you talked earlier about how you're going to the final travel of wanting to talk yeah. to us three what is it like into your mind at all about like pitching to lucy or like did you like think that she could be possibly like somebody who would vote for you or was that just not like the whole tiebreaker scenario not something that entered your mind like no, did you know that- how it would work if it tied I no, <laughs> no idea. I th- well, I honestly, what well, what I suspected from the I guess the knowledge that I required was that you guys would have a revote. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. Was, and and I thought so. I guess I and again, I didn't really think through it that much. But I imagined that you like we would come. There would be a tie. I thought that they were gonna, they might have us like speak again to okay. try and yeah, yeah, make another case, persuade another person, or maybe even have the jurors talk to each other. That to try sense. and mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I did not think that... Well, because I also wondered if... So say it had been... Because um, there are eight jurors, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, so having it be like three, three, and two. Mm-hmm. So if there had been a tie, but that other person had also gotten votes, would they have all, Would they have still been the deciding vote? And that way, like, I didn't know if it was just because she didn't yeah. have any votes or because she, uh, didn't okay. have, 
she wasn't in the tiebreaker. I did, yeah, I did not look that up ahead of time. But I mean, yeah, so because at that point it hadn't happened on the real Survivor yet, because that was filmed before Ghost Island. That's was true. Released. Yeah, we were yeah. the first ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we get to final tribal. I guess we talked a little bit about like your strategy going in. Yeah. Um, clearly it worked really well. I guess, Jack, what point in Final Tribal did she really sway you, you think? Um, Any specific question that she answered well or like, uh, was it just like a f- I can't remember what it was. I remember the moment, but like, I don't think they showed it, but I remember there was one point where like, I looked back at like, I think Sam, I was just like, I think I'm swayed because mm-hmm. um, I know I, I'd like come into Final Tribal Council basically like, I think I wanted to vote for Mallory, but I wanted you to prove it. And like, if Nick came out like really like firing and you didn't do as well, then I think I would have voted for Nick. But like, I think yeah. I was just looking for like something to just um, like really like hope me home. It might've even honestly been like after the opening statements. And I think, yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember looking at you, Jack, when Mallory was talking and you, you were like nodding. You yeah. were like super into what she was saying. I was like, I think Jack's going to vote for her. Yeah. I remember. So Jack, you were the one who, I think you actually probably asked the most difficult question of, cause you, you asked me, what did I do better than Sarah? Like, yeah. Cause you actually, you actually put it in kind of an, <laughs> an ultimatum kind of way. I think you were like, tell me one thing that you did better than Sarah or you don't have my vote. Oh crap. <laughs> um, and I couldn't answer you right away. And I said, I actually, I think I asked you can, if I could think about it for a minute. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to just throw up like, oh, I didn't, I don't, like, I didn't want to <laughs> say something stupid, basically. Because that, that felt like kind of the thing that you needed. You needed the answer to that question yeah. to make a decision that you would feel good about. So I asked you to let me think about it. And then I answered about the, yeah, I, I felt like I had built up the persona of being like kind of the good girl that could do no wrong or no deceiving in any way and mm-hmm. that, you answer that what, so well it was perfect yeah. honestly and and when it but i remember feeling like because because i think that someone might have actually asked another question and then i asked to come back to me so that i could answer yours mm-hmm. and i remember being really worried about the delay like having to mm-hmm. take some time because mm-hmm. that was def- that was something that i hadn't really thought through beforehand and yeah. i remember being really worried i was like crap like me taking so long to think about this is totally a turn off and yeah he's gonna not be super satisfied with whatever I say but then I feel like I answered and yeah you kind of nodded your head and I think that you received it in a way that made me think like okay that was a somewhat satisfactory answer so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad that I took the time rather than saying something dumb yeah yeah, yeah. and then Sam so I feel like going in Mike was probably most inclined to vote for Mallory. He was, like, 100%. I was, like, 90%. Jack was, like... Uh, 75, maybe. 75, Yeah, okay. or maybe, maybe 60. Yeah. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere in that range. But I was definitely, was, like, leaning towards it, but, yeah. Yeah, and then, Sam, I feel like you were the least likely to vote for Mallory out of us four. Yeah. So what was it for you, then? I mean, oh, definitely. I think that it was probably... It was re- very close to 50-50, Maybe 51, mm-hmm. Mallory, 49, Nick. Because I, I do feel like, like Nick did do a lot of things. And I like felt like in some ways I was like, well, 
I wanted I wanted to vote for Mallory more because I felt like you had been had much more control and influence over the game than Nick had, and I also like you know I just saw that you would just cause that tie vote and that was really impressive to me. So I think those things made me want to vote for you, but I felt I figured I think I kind of felt like if Mallory is really good at articulating her strategy, then I'll vote for her. But like if she's not, then I then I like would have voted for Nick. So I felt mm-hmm. like my whole vote was really dependent on who's able to articulate their strategy better. And right. I felt like in the final tribal, like Mallory definitely did that. I think the opening speech is what like did a huge thing mm-hmm. and like swaying me. Like after the opening speech, I was like, that was an incredible speech. Like, wow, you were like, I think that the big thing is like making sure that you were like really, like, you're perceptive and like you actually knew what was going on. And when you gave your speech, it like basically confirmed like, wow, Mallory is very, very aware of like, what her strategy was, where she stood in the game, and what kind of things she needed to do to get to the end. And then you're also aware of what things you need to say at the final tribal to in order to win. So I felt like those things like show that you were very perceptive. Whereas mm-hmm. and that was what made me want to like vote for you. Because I think that I had a I kind of felt had felt like although Nick had worked really hard in the game, he wasn't as perceptive of how he was perceived by other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, if I can jump in, I think, um, like, one thing that I was definitely looking for, like, going into it was, like, a lot of people's arguments towards Nick was just, like, he cares so much about this game, and, like, you know, he's tried really hard, which both things are obviously very true, so I think one thing I was kind of looking for from you, Mallory, was that you did, like, really care about it, and you weren't just gonna kind of go up there and just be like, yeah, like, I, I really, like, tried my hardest, and, like, I, I had a good time, like, meeting, making friends with you guys, but I think you actually, like, coming in actually with the book, which you said you were, like, a little worried about where, like, people might have been, like, taking it the wrong way. I think that was actually, like, a huge plus for me to thinking, like, wow, she's taking, actually, all this time to prepare for this, but she has this really, really good Final Travel Council speech all written out. Like, that was, like, a huge, huge plus for me out of the game. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, definitely. I also really liked how you talked about your growth. I think mm-hmm. that was something that stood out to me. And just, like, how fast you were able to adapt and, like... I feel like you're just as knowledgeable as us on this game now, so... (laughs) But on on some level, you don't really need to have survivor-specific knowledge to know what the right thing to do is in Mm -hmm. any given situation. Like, I might not know enough to know about the split vote that lights the torch that builds the fire to get to the thing. Like, I might not be able to put it in those (laughs) words or in those terms, but, like, I know enough to know that it's probably good to have more friends than enemies... And I know that it's probably good to ask people what they're thinking. And I also think that something that I could kind of use that maybe not a lot of people, I feel like this is actually something that Lucy could have done a lot more to improve her game was like, ask people to teach you one. It helps Mm, you. mm -hmm. Well, and I think that also because I genuinely like I wasn't playing dumb. I actually was dumb on some (laughs) level. Um, And like seeing that as an opportunity, because I mean, people feel really, empowered and i mean and people like to feel like they're teaching others like that's a good feeling to have you one you feel like you're helping people and two like it can kind of stroke your ego on some level right you, mm-hmm. you get to demonstrate your intelligence and so i felt like d- was lucy a survivor fan like of the real show i yeah, think she'd she not seen any of so like at the time she- where season two started like she'd maybe seen a couple of episodes here and there and was like, yeah. oh, I know what Survivor is. That sounds so much fun. Like, yeah. yeah. But I felt, but I felt like something that she could have done more is like asking for help. To be honest, yeah. like, mm-hmm. in in from a place of 
I'm asking because I really don't know, not I'm asking to try and slit your throat later kind of thing. Because I think yeah. people can also sense that. So, yeah, that that was something that I felt like I also wanted to, like, t- to your point, Sarah, about growth. I mean, so much of that was just being willing to let people teach me things. Mm-hmm. One, because, like, I, I do need to know if I'm going to, like, I need to know what tribal council is. But <laughs> the talk. So, yes, the talks. I need to know <laughs> that I shouldn't just blurt out who I'm planning on voting for in front of everyone. Probably not a good move. Um, it also, oh my gosh, I'll never forget the moment when I think it was like week four or five or something when people told me that you can talk to the camera as you're voting. <laughs> like, I've just been going out there writing someone's name down and getting out as quick as I can. Like, oh, like, you can, you can take your time. Yeah, it's a over there. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, it never occurred to me to say something as I right. was yeah. doing that. I was like, oh, that actually is a, a cool idea. And and even talk like you guys filming on spring break never occurred to me <laughs> to like bring in my real life to right to this show. But like people like that because people like real people. So Right. Yeah, I, I admire you guys for having that that knowledge. Yeah. So Thank no. you. And then I want to say one more thing that I really admired about you was that like you signed up to this thinking it was something completely different. And then when you found out it wasn't what you thought it was, you didn't like quit. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you could have easily just been like, okay, well then I'll just like not really care about this or like I, I'll like quit. But instead you like, more invested. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry guys. <laughs> but instead you like, you, you like treated it like a learning experience and you still like, immerse yourself into it so I yeah. think it's really respectable well and, and I think I mean liking the people definitely mm-hmm. helps I mean having people that make you want to stay around like yeah yeah I, I think that that was really really and I, like I really kind of Survivor was both came into my life at a kind of the worst time ever but also at kind of the best time ever in a sense like it was mm-hmm. just a really great distraction from mm-hmm. like because, I mean, it, it felt really serious and scary and intense and sad at times. Yeah. But it was also a really kind of, like, fun, bright spot in mm-hmm. the day. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I remember how excited yeah. you were, um, like, watching when you'd won your first immunity. You're like, I just won immunity. Like, I, I can't believe it. Like, who would have ever thought that I would like people to do that, you know? Yeah. I remember, like, it is really cool seeing those moments where, like, you really exceed other people's expectations and your own expectations. And like, I thought it was really cool to see you like experience that throughout the game as you were like, yeah. wow, like, who would have ever thought that I would have made it this far or like, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I remember also feeling really regretful about that though. Cause I, so that was, that challenge was on like a Tuesday or Wednesday mm-hmm. and I ran my marathon that Saturday oh my God. and did so much more running than I anticipated in that, challenge i took like fifty thousand steps that day yeah it was crazy it was a lot, a lot of running <laughs> it was a lot of running i just remember being like gosh like i totally just messed up my entire race plan trying to win this <laughs> challenge and i also i just got so embarrassingly sweaty <laughs> and i remember cooper like putting the necklace around me like trying to make minimal physical contact <laughs> because of how gross it was and i was like dude like you don't need to put it on me you can just hand it to me and he's like cooper. no 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 for the camera i gotta do it and i was like i mean okay <laughs> Lean in there, it's incredible. Man. Yeah. oh my gosh wow 
Didn't, didn't okay. you like wear your immunity necklace to your? You're like I remember you're, in like one of your videos. You're like, oh, I should wear my immunity necklace to my marathon or something. Oh, that was yeah, such my a funny. Mom- my mom had it at the finish. Well, and also, like, I really, like, I really regret not filming that. Like, that would have been so... Yeah, that would have been, awesome. yeah, that well, been great. Well, and, oh, yeah. And, like, and the three of you, like, were aware enough to know that, like, these are kinds of moments that would really add a lot to your character, like, mm-hmm. on the show. And it just, yeah, it never occurred to me to do that. And now that I know, and, like, after listening to this podcast and hearing about all the cool confessionals that you guys filmed, I'm like, dang, I really should have done more... <laughs> stuff like that yeah regrets, man regrets i mean yeah. you can come back come back for all stars one day come back uh, yeah. oh my gosh yes <laughs> well i could drop out of current school and go to new school <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. Exactly. you can just commute every day it's fine yeah, it's yeah. It's i actually fun. i want to ask if you were to ever play again um like what do you think you would do differently is there anything you do differently or i mean you can't oh. really play up not knowing the game as much this time no but. <laughs> No, I honestly, I think I would try to be a, maybe a little bit edgier, maybe because, <laughs> but I feel like th- there were so again, the three of you being at kind of the forefront of this, like people who were drawing up plans and trying to arrange votes. And I honestly felt like it actually would have been kind of detrimental to my game to start trying to sway and plan votes. Mm-hmm. at the end of the game because I, I yeah i mean i think that that would have been like an oh crap she's learned too much mm-hmm. kind of thing and like and is now is now threatening to me and now needs to go mm-hmm. because, like because i mean everyone loves an underdog story until the underdog starts messing up with the overdog if that's, <laughs> if that's yeah. the dog just the dog well, it's like, I, like we're a dog dog's so gotta like, eat Two ticks above dog. Two ticks above dog. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, like, I need to know enough to not be, like, an anchor to these people, but I don't want to know enough to be... I don't want to come off like I know enough to be someone who's going to rock the boat and mm-hmm. come off as schemey behind people's backs kinds of thing. Yeah. And um, But I feel like if I were to play again, I would probably try to be more of the person who's... A little bit edgier and trying uh-huh. to arrange different kinds of votes and honestly like i think i would probably because i i got i had such a full experience my first time around it wouldn't really break my heart to, to get votes yeah well yeah <laughs> to get votes and like play really hard and like not make the merge like i don't think i would be right i don't think i would be heartbroken because you already won i mean not even that but like like the fact that I not so much winning, but like making it far into the game and like far mm-hmm. enough to feel like I had actually grown in the way that I wanted to and learned right. what I wanted to, like because I mean honestly, like if I would have been voted out final six, final five, I think I would still walk away from it feeling like wow, I kind of I came what I set out to do. I didn't really have expectations going into this, but whatever expectations I should have had, I feel like I met and. I'm going to be satisfied with the outcome from this point on. So mm-hmm. yeah, second mm-hmm. time would probably be a little more footloose and fancy free, I guess. Oh my gosh. I'd love to see that. I love that phrase. <laughs> yeah. Footloose and fancy free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> GM, Savage Mallory. Yeah. So the votes are coming in. Yep. And it ties. Did you think, did you know for sure it was me, Jack and Sam who had voted for you? Or did you think, any possibility someone else had flipped during that? Like, what were your thoughts? Honestly, no, I was pretty sure it was the three. Because, again, like, okay. like do you really think Abby is going to flip? Like, <laughs> no. 
Abby's not gonna flip. Mag Maggie and Nick bonded over Cardi B, which is yeah. the bond that transcends all bonds. So no way is that getting you there. Brie, I just think like I just never was able to win her over, and I was mm-hmm. also one of the primary people that orchestrated getting her out. So mm-hmm. that wasn't gonna happen. And again, Chidi only talked to Nick in the game. Right. So I was 99% You're like, sure. Yeah. yeah. Actually, if I could like jump back just like a minute from yeah. that, like what did you think were the odds that um, you had four votes? Like when Cooper said, I'll, I'll go tally the votes. Like, what did, what, do you think that mm-hmm. you actually had won us over? Or do you think like there's a chance or what? I was probably 30%. Okay. Sure. I well, I guess me. I don't know if that's the right percentage number, but I, I was confident that it was going to be close-ish. Okay. I didn't. I didn't expect it to be six to two, but I didn't expect it to be tied. Mm-hmm. So maybe I was expecting like five three. I would have. Okay. Because okay. I. Like, it feels sad to say, but like I was pretty confident that Lucy wasn't going to get any votes. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I was like, the votes are going to be somehow split between Nick and I. And yeah, so I think anywhere in the 5 3 to 4 4, yeah, mm-hmm. I was probably expecting that. Okay. And then when Lucy goes to to vote what were you what did you think about that i actually didn't she say something in final tribal like <gasps> you're yes. right Bree's yes. question. somebody asked it was brie asked who would yeah. you vote for out of mallory and nick and she said mallory yeah, yeah. So then, oh yeah they so we all that. that's how we all i that's how we all literally knew that if it tied mallory was basically going to win yeah yeah well but i but i remember i think you might even be able to see this was i was kind of looking at nick and mouthing like you're okay you're gonna win it's fine keep your pants on it'll be great um and then yeah the vote came back as high and i was like oh dang pants off pants off yep fire's lit this is yeah so um and I, I i didn't really look at him after that like i could, but i could kind yeah. of see out of the corner of my like his head just like kind of fell forward and he oh, was shaking yeah. his head and and honestly i cannot deny that there was guilt in that moment because mm-hmm. he played so hard and wanted this so much and yeah. that and i also and this it, this really isn't to sh- shame anyone but i kind of felt and maybe this was just me projecting, but I kind of felt like the producers were sort of disappointed in the outcome of the season on some level. And again, and I'm really like, yeah. I'm not saying this to get like mm-hmm. pity or like be self-deprecating, but I d- like, I did feel on some level that they were kind of like, mm, wah, wah, kind of thing. And survivor, yeah. survivor's guilt, literally. Literally. Uh, yes. um, oh. <laughs> That's, yeah. And so, Honestly, like, as when Lucy was going to vote, there was kind of this initial little, like, oh, no, like, I mm-hmm. I did this. This is, uh this doesn't feel right because Nick is really sad and Akshay is not winking at me. And <laughs> it's just, yeah, this feels kind of, kind of icky. And then the vote came back and it was just kind of disbelief. So, right. Yeah. So I guess you kind of answered what it felt like to win. You felt like a little guilty, yeah. a little like shocked. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lonely, um, 
it's lonely up there at the top, Mallory. Trowski's the only other person that understands this life. Well, and, and, and I, I don't was know. Was he there? I don't, yeah, he was no, there. And I don't, and I don't remember if, I don't know if you guys knew. Because I remember we were always asking the producers that that played season one, like, what happened on their season. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. they were pretty secretive about it. I felt like they kept it pretty under wraps for yeah. most of our season. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of felt like people were starting to pull little Mm-hmm. little segments of the story out but i had no idea that tarowski had won season one and mm. he was at final tribal and he kind of again person that i did not know kind of walks up to me and sounds like stranger danger kind of scary but not <laughs> not, not, not pretty scary, dude. but he, he walks up to me and holds out his hand to shake it and so i was like yeah i'll shake your hand <laughs> strange <laughs> <laughs> like thought it was so cool it's like maybe he was a fellow time traveler just like trying to look <laughs> a companion a kindred spirit. <laughs> yeah so do you ever if he was wearing shorts like did that have to your intimidation How are his, legs like... no, I was, his legs did not eclipse my view i don't remember <laughs> yeah so he but yeah he comes up and shakes my hand and says congratulations and i said oh thank you and i think he just said i'm alex tarowski <laughs> and in the back of my mind i'm like I that's love that. Gr- that's great. Like, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Congratulations, for... Alex Trowski. That's an awesome name you have. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that, I honestly feel like it was, it might have been Brittany, actually, that came up and went straight to my ear, like, that's the winner of season one. And I was like, are you Brittany? Okay, here we go. And yeah, and someone was like, oh, can we get a picture of the two of you? And I was like, i don't have this picture but i just remember being oh my like, god and i also remember looking at him and again like i hadn't like no one had watched season one season one hadn't come yeah. out at that point so i had no idea who this person was but just the more again listening to the podcast and just learning about how sophisticated, and like the interview that you guys did with him, like how sophisticated oh. and elaborate his gameplay was and like how deserving of a winner that he was. I'm just like, I do not deserve to be associated with you. Like this is yes, you no, do. Yes, you do. I mean, Literally. You guys are different winners, but both very deserving. Yeah. I, I mean, For I, sure. Yeah. I, I'm becoming increasingly comfortable with this. This, I mean, it, well, and I actually remember is Mitch and Ross too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mitch goes up to me and goes, you're putting that on your resume, right? <laughs> and I was like, stop. He did not do that. Sure. That's so funny. Well, and I like, I totally, did. I didn't put like how the show went, but I put like, I think in the like affiliation club mm-hmm. section. Yeah. I put Survivor, yeah, I put I Survivor Michigan on there. And yeah. I, actually, I put that on my medical school application and I did talk about it in interviews. Brittany did that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, so I mean, people were very intrigued. I think most of the people mm-hmm. that asked about it, most of the interviews that asked about it weren't really like super fans of the show, but they mm-hmm. were kind of vaguely familiar with it. And they were like, that, yeah, that's the one where you like go to an Island. Right. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, in this I case thought. I went to Mason hall, but you know, same difference. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think was, was survivor worth it for you? Survivor so, Michigan. Survivor Michigan. Yeah. Was very worth it for me. And I guess kind mm-hmm. of thinking back to, I really, and, and again, listening to you guys in the way that you, I, th- I feel like we, we, a lot of people did a really good job of keeping their personal lives personal from, mm-hmm. like, there was kind of, like, game life and real life, in a sense. Yeah. And those lines got kind of blurry at times. But I felt, listening to you guys talk about how much of your life you infused into the game and, like, how you let 
like other like because the three of you became such close friends outside of the mm-hmm. game and how you I mean Sarah you talking about that really vulnerable moment of just sharing like things in life were really really difficult outside of the game and yeah. the fact that Sam and Jack were able like were true friends to you during that time and I actually I think I filmed a confessional about how I felt like I couldn't bring my own personal struggles in, mm-hmm. just because it didn't really feel like there was a lot of space for it. and like honestly like that's not there, what I felt like the game was right. built for and, and no one was saying like how dare you bring your personal life into this there's no interest mm-hmm. in that so it wasn't anyone that anything that anyone did that made me feel that way but I yeah. think that maybe I yeah I would have brought a lot more of myself into the game mm-hmm. from outside the game because I think that that would have helped yeah. people understand where I was coming from a bit more. Yeah. And even just like, I was always the person that had problems scheduling things. Like I was <laughs> the when is good demon, basically. <laughs> yeah. How many red cells can I make? And yeah. So, and I think that, and, and, and like even just telling the producers what was going on in my life, right. that was making it so complicated and difficult to get time for I mean like yeah I was applying like I took the MCAT the first week of the game mm-hmm. and that's crazy training for yeah. a marathon I had just started a long distance dating relationship oh my god that was great and like I get I can share about this here um my dad had actually passed away three months before <sighs> the game started in October yeah. of 2017 and the game started January of 2018 and it's really tough. Yeah. And so like so having a lot of like really intense personal grief to go through in addition mm-hmm. to medical school stuff, running stuff, school stuff, friend stuff, life stuff. It was just kind of like I'm really sorry that I didn't get to your one as good because I was doing other things. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I felt like if I if I had brought that more into the game that it would have maybe broadened like maybe made me a more like colorful character i guess Mm -hmm. yeah wow you had so much going on that semester i remember you telling me about like i think your final thesis that you were oh yeah that you had to write coming up Mm -hmm. yeah yeah writing my thesis Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i can also understand how on some levels it might feel like awkward to bring all these personal things going on in your life into like something that you didn't consider to be real life you know yeah like yeah. i you know I, I, I can definitely see how like you wouldn't want to like trivialize things by like bring it in, into the camera and into the game and into like the show you know so i can also definitely see how like it's, it's a very difficult thing to balance i mean you know yeah because it, it's like it's like it's real life because it's real relationships but it's also yeah. not real life and it's like where's that balance you know yeah mm-hmm. but, but sam and you brought up your uncle and I mean in, in so many ways you played yeah. your game for him because he was yeah. so much of building your passion for it and that was so beautiful like I remember like that felt like such a gift that you mm-hmm. were vulnerable enough to bring that into the game and I felt like that really endeared you to the viewers and the fact uh-huh. that the season kind of felt like it was dedicated to him on some level mm-hmm. like that was so awesome and I was so thankful that you did that and yeah. yeah, thank you. I don't, yeah, and I and I don't know how I would have done that from my perspective. Like that's something that I can have, I guess, mental 
I guess, dialogue about on some level. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like part of me does kind of think, huh, like maybe if I would have been a little bit more vulnerable with those things, like how that would have changed the outcome or just, I don't know, like let people in more made the experience mm-hmm. even more because again it, like it was such a full experience and I feel like it just was really awesome and a great journey on a lot of levels and I wonder if that only would have added to it like bringing, right. bringing that stuff in yeah. so yeah I'm really glad that you're able to share all that now like I think I, I did I definitely didn't know all the stuff that you were going through at the time like I knew a couple of things like I knew you were big on like the medical stuff but, like, I definitely didn't know about your dad at all. And I think when we were playing, a lot of the times it just seems really game body. Because, like, we'll meet and then talk about strategy. And it seems like that's kind of all we talk about. Yeah. But um, I think, like, especially after the game has ended, it's been, like, easier for us to talk about non-survivor things. Yeah. And I know even yeah. during the game, the three of us were talking about non-survivor things. So I think it, it was just, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and well, and again, there's a t- there's a time and place for everything. And I, 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 yeah, I, I also didn't feel like people were telling you to like. Can you stop with all of the like banter and get to the game stuff? The, it, yeah, it, it never yeah. felt like there was there was any pressure on that front. So like, I'm yeah, it's not a. Gosh, like I felt so like sheltered and shamed and all of these things. Yeah, like, it's mm-hmm. it's not that. Like I made a decision not to. do that like that that was my choice Mm -hmm. honestly the closest that i ever came to spilling all of those things was actually with sarah avery at starbucks really Really? it was because she was getting really really i don't we filmed a little bit and then we stopped filming because she wanted to talk about some more personal things but i was so close to Mm -hmm. just letting it all out really intentionally being like okay there yeah there's a time and place for everything and this probably Mm -hmm. isn't a time and place and also like she's going through a really hard time so i don't want to add yeah like right to that so yeah 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 and that's honestly like you know that's kind of amazing to hear because i felt like i almost like spoke the most with you on just like genuine stuff like through conversations like it felt like a lot of times you meet with people you have like five minutes of just like um, at least for me, like people just me like, oh, like here's oh, how was class? Blah blah blah. And it's almost both of you like staring at the clock until you can start talking about survival. But I remember there was a lot of times with you just like sitting in the basement of Espresso Royale or whatever. We were we would just like talk about random stuff and end up being like, and like we'd just like mix in with the game stuff and stuff. And then like we ended mm-hmm. up like not filming for forty five minutes because I thought it was just whenever we we're gonna talk about you know start filming we talk about survival and then all of a sudden yeah. Yeah, just on film. So I, f- I felt bad that there's sometimes I feel like you could have had more on the show if like more of those types of conversations were filmed. But it was just like, yeah, I, I know, yeah. And and that was also kind of a unique part of being someone who wasn't really seen as a super duper strategist was that there was mm-hmm. yeah there wasn't that pressure to talk a lot of game. And honestly, that might have served me well in the end. Was that I think it definitely did. Yeah, yeah, like there wasn't pressure to yeah hurry up and get to the game stuff because yeah if we can talk for 45 minutes about life that honestly probably made me more valuable to people than any super strategy that i would have come up with so different strokes for different folks Mm -hmm. man yeah definitely wow i valerie we need to talk more yes like this has really made me realize how much i miss talking to you it has like 
just brought back all the reasons why I voted for you. Exactly. Why I liked you so much as an ally. And I'm just like, thank you for coming on this podcast. Oh this my was, gosh. Yeah. And like the fact that you know our inside jokes helps yeah. so much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. the best. I will never apologize for voting for Mallory. It is exactly yeah. what I wanted to do. And this whole thing has exactly confirmed why. Mallory is a deserving winner. Oh, mm-hmm. you are too And sweet, to actually. all the hate comments who don't know Mallory. Yeah. That's all I know. If, That's you, a... if you still don't realize why we voted for Mallory after <laughs> listening to this whole podcast, then you yeah. can't. Don't have a heart. Yeah. Gosh, this is another reason why the 1600s was so wonderful. No hate comments. <laughs> like, people were mad at you. you. They just burned your house down or something. Like that. <laughs> and then you knew it was all very straightforward. Right. Yeah, there's no oh hate comments. There's no trolls. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, there's trolls so living under the bridges, but you know. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. Simpler times, man. Simpler so, times. Can I can I ask one thing of you, Mallory? Yes, sir. Can you watch season three episodes so we can have you back on the podcast? With oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I would love. To, yeah, yes, I can. I can do some some more research into actually watching the show, so I have more specific points. Well, I mean, that would be so cool to actually maybe be able to talk some real game with you guys. Like, actually, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can practice Lucky. my. I don't know. Yours. My survivor thinking. The things that you've learned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other thing, the astrology stuff. Oh. Astro- oh. Wait, you're an earth sign. <laughs> yeah. Does that mean that I'm super grounded and just very, so in, grounded. very so in touch grounded. with the leaves and trees and all the things? <laughs> it's why Maggie gave yes. you that book, because Maggie had a special connection to you. She was yeah. like, Gosh, if she would have, I again, if she would have written horoscope, again, I would have. I was a sponge to her. I would have absorbed anything <laughs> that she said. She could have tarot card educated me, all the things. Like, yeah. Honestly, I probably would so be a psychic right now. You would? Yeah. Like, what Like what about med school? You'd totally be a psychic. Yeah, seriously. Like, who needs doctors when they're a palm yeah. readers? I mean, come on. Exactly. So true. You, would t- you would surpass Vilvana as the, as the yeah. resident. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Instead never. of being in med school, Brittany, you'd be in psychic school of Vilvana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Lavana was an good Hogwarts right? with Lavana. Yeah, yeah she, she was still is. Oh my gosh! Because she, yeah, is she still in school? Yeah, yeah. I saw oh her. Last I feel like she's she's high key gonna make it big. She'll be an A lister. Oh my gosh! Oh, wow. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Thank you for being a, a wonderful guest oh yeah like, this, was so this is great it was so fun to talk to you guys oh an- another question that i have to ask is the market a euphemism for something <laughs> <laughs> i have to well, know <laughs> so jack is usually the one who's tough to get a sk- like yeah, i'm, I'm the mary at the witness good of creepy folks <laughs> yes yes <laughs> and like one cells. time mm-hmm. One time, he like legitimately was like, "I'm at the market with the cat." Like he said that a couple times, and so we turned that into a joke. Like whenever someone's not available, we'll be like, "They're at the market." Yes, <laughs> it's like a euphemism for adults, adulthood. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, yeah. like I'm going to the DMV or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I hope you enjoy your time off. Your well-deserved time off. Thank you so much, <laughs> and thank you so much for taking the time. This was awesome. Of course. Yeah. Oh, anytime. Yeah. Literally anytime. 
Yeah. You can just be the fourth. Keep your torch lit, member, if you want. I'm yeah. <laughs> the, the picture of you guys on the icon is the best. Yeah. It's, oh, we'll probably win. All right. Bye, Mallory. Bye, Mallory. Bye guys. I already. I miss Mallory already. Wow. Yeah. She was, maybe she doesn't know everything about the game, but she has extremely good survivor instincts. She has, oh, she yeah. has such good instincts. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I hopefully you, you guys are able to see a little more of into like what is Mallory. I think that pretty much depicts how how conversation with Mallory usually went. I mean, she's very 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 magnetic person. Um, makes you feel good after you talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't think a lot of her personality was shown in the season, but I, hopefully this podcast gave you a better understanding of like what she's about, why we all love her so much. And yeah, in general, just thank you for tuning in to our podcasts every week. I really hope you enjoyed season two. We'll probably be back with another epilogue episode. Yes. And yeah, I mean, more exciting things to come. There are plenty of other seasons that we'll, we'll be covering. We're not going anywhere, so don't you yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah. Our torches will stay lit. Our torches will stay lit. Keep, keep your torch lit, guys. Everyone should go buy a TP torch and, like, light it tonight. Yeah. That's what I gotta say.